done with you people. I'm serious. Let's get biblical. Here's Bruce the Theologian on The Elijah Hart Show. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is. And we don't know who we are. Well, if you were one of 120 million people who turned on CBS or one of 200 million who streamed the Super Bowl or watched it in some way, shape, or form, you watched a lot of TV ads, and probably the ad that took the most conversation was the He Gets Us ad, or at least conversation in in theological circles. As I, I mentioned earlier in the show, I watched the Super Bowl with my Bible study group, so we had you know 30 kids running around downstairs, bunch of adults upstairs but the he gets us ad played and then i've been engaging in some conversations and debates over the last 24 hours with people who come down on all sides of this ad so i texted our friend bruce last night and i was like what do you think and bruce texted me this morning and said yeah let's talk about that so bruce you've gone down the rabbit hole i have well last night i didn't know what this ad campaign was and i did watch the super bowl but i didn't pay attention to the ads I want to give a little background because mm-hmm. did you watch the Super Bowl last year? Um, I don't believe who was in it last year. It was the Chiefs <laughs> and the, the Eagles last uh, year. No, I did not watch. Okay, so first of all, uh, you, <coughs> I think we may have to kick you off the show because you watched the Super Bowl. But second yeah. of all, mm-hmm. um, the it, these ads also ran last year, okay. and I remember having this discussion last year. Last year, the ads were more in the vein of Jesus loved those who hate us, or something like that. And it had a lot of people like yelling and, and hurting each other. It was it was footage from the protests. Yeah, yeah, a lot of like the, the Black Lives Matter protests and I things see. like that. Okay. And so this year, the ad that that has sparked so much conversation is it, biblical leaders or or what appears to be Christians washing the feet of a variety of different liberal people. It's a, it's a trans individual, things like that. That was the ad. If you haven't seen it. It's not hard to find. Go online. All right. Go. So, yeah, this is pretty green for me then, or pretty fresh, because I, I hadn't seen the ad until last night. Went to bed and got up this morning early and decided to go down the YouTube rabbit hole to see what was on there. And I went back and looked at some of the previous ads from last year's campaign. And then I went on their website. Uh, the, 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 what's it called? The website is the, um, is it he gets us? He or gets us dot org or whatever. But it's, it's, it's something yeah, like it's the, that. If you Google it. he gets us, it'll. Well, and what's really interesting is the group that funds us is out of Kansas City, Kansas. They're they're a midwestern group. Well, from the little bit of research I did online, that it's funded by the Green family, which is Hobby Lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the group that, that sort of marshaled the funds together is okay. based in Kansas. Kansas City. Okay. Um, but I will say that the the website is a, a theological dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> it's a real train wreck. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, it's, this is it's, this information is very fresh to me. Um, to, to look at the the website and to see the the ads, I would describe it as some sort of kind of woke Christianity or some sort of it it um it's all about Christ's humanity, not about his divinity. I've got several quotes I wrote down from the website, so I could I could pick apart the website if you want. Or, yeah, let, yeah, let's start there because I think that's the most of the debate I've seen is is conservative Christians that view it like you're you're describing as okay. sort of a, a woke leftist what 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 they want to see Jesus as mm-hmm. and then others that are like hey Jesus was love and this is a marketing campaign to try to bring people to Jesus who normally would be turned off by the the religious right right okay I can see that the, the motivation behind it 
perhaps the execution needs some some help uh, and the, the massive inconsistencies on the website. But I'll say that this is these are quotes from the website. Jesus was the most radical love love activist. The example of his life can inspire all of us to pursue unconditional love for ourselves and for others. Well, that's fraught with so many theological problems. We'll we'll have to talk about that. Another statement is, how did the story of Jesus, the world's greatest love story, get twisted into a tool to judge, harm, and divide? Well, I can come up with verses where Jesus judges, harms, and divides uh, from <laughs> the New Testament. Said, what, yeah. what, what's Jesus say? I came with the sword. <laughs> came with the sword uh, to divide families. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, the and Second Timothy and in John, it tells us Jesus is the judge. So uh, Jesus himself in, uh, where's my quote here? My quote from uh, John five twenty two: the father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the son. And those are the words of Jesus in, in uh, John chapter uh, five. I wish everybody could see, because there's, there's something we're missing that the radio listeners are missing that would add to this conversation a whole lot. And that's the fact that Bruce is wearing a Cambridge University jacket <laughs> as he is saying all of this stuff. And it, it, it adds to the authority. So I just I guess I so. wanted to well, shout I'm you actually going to do some recon. I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm doing some recon work here in a few minutes. So I'm dressed in a certain way where they will not uh, understand why I'm at this location. So, Hello. Yeah, but we'll talk about that later. That's on the subscription off, off air, portion of the show. Yeah, that's yeah. The, the Patreon or whatever, the people <laughs> that right. paid stuff. <laughs> um, it, it also um, said that Jesus didn't hate, uh, didn't teach hate, he washed feet. Well, the problem with that is that, I mean, at least if you watch the ad, is that it looks like Jesus went around foot washing. There's only one instance of Jesus washing feet in the New Testament, and that is his, and he, and he didn't just wash anyone's feet, he washed his followers' feet. So the idea that, Jesus is some sort of woke social social justice warrior that's walking around randomly washing people's feet, as you do see in this commercial, is I think very inconsistent uh, with, with the Gospels. The, uh, the probably the biggest thing is that for at least this, and like I said, this is all very new to me. Um, it, it, pitching Jesus as a rebel, I mean, this is from stuff from the website: a rebel, an influencer, a refugee. Um, he's into women's equality. Um, it, 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 it's a rebranding of Jesus fundamentally. It's like a seeker-sensitive rebranding of Jesus. And it's a very, the, the, the ad is kind of very emotional. Um, and it's just, it's, it's a rebranding. Um, and then you go to the website with some hope. Well, maybe the, the website, you know, cleans up the mess that the ad is. And the website I found to be even worse. If there's any criticism that I found valid, and I, I full disclosure, I had a big debate about this last night and I was defending the ad. Mm -hmm. But if there was any criticism, is that the ad doesn't present the nuance of the Christianity that is, it is both love and judgment. Right. It only presents one side of it. Right. And I, I argued, listen, you, you get 30 seconds in an ad, you don't really have the opportunity to present nuance. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when I drive home from, I was driving home yesterday for, or this morning from Joplin, there was a big billboard out there that it, it's literally black and white. One side says, for the wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. The other side says, for the, but the gift of God is eternal life. Right. That's pretty nuanced. It's presenting both sides. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to go out there and proselytize to non-believers in a 30-second ad, presenting love seems to be an easier position than presenting nuance. Well, you, you mentioned proselytize. The, the head of the ad campaign, Jason Vanderground, said that the goal of, this is a quote, the goal is inspiration and not recruitment or conversion. Oh, so that wow. tells you right there, this has nothing to do with the gospel. Uh, the true gospel is that That's Jesus amazing. called people to repent, and he's the atoning sacrifice for the sins of his chosen people, not... Uh, a social justice warrior. So that's interesting that that's the quote because that was another part of the debate I was having. Everybody presumes the ad is focused on bringing people into Christianity. 
And then somebody that I was discussing it with said, oh, I read the ad as this was an ad to Christians saying you should treat the world the way Jesus did, and the actual the focus was on Christians. That's an interesting spin. I guess you could, could look at it that way. But the, the way I saw it is that was basically it felt like it was an, an AI-generated corporate campaign and what they had done is they just put in the verses, like a like a, a chat GPT campaign, and they'd only put the verses in the Bible that were about love and not about judgment. So it's a very one-sided understanding. I mean, Jesus Jesus cleansed the temple with a whip that he made. So the idea that Jesus is some sort of passive, um, you know, Jesus is my boyfriend or Jesus is my problem solver, lucky charm, or an example of his humanity is just is a false paradigm, and it's not it's not even remotely close to Christianity. One of the things that I saw a lot of people focus on the the feet washing that like well jesus did that with his disciples not just but if you think about it two things number one his disciples were a lot of ways looked down upon they were they were tax collectors and things like that number two one of the disciples whose feet he washed was judas who was planning to betray him the whole time mm-hmm. um so i don't you know I agree that Jesus didn't go around washing people's feet, but clearly he was washing the feet of sinners. True, but that wasn't the, the purpose of his... Well, they were sinners, but they're also his disciples. But his purpose was not to... His purpose was to to die for his chosen people. It wasn't It wasn't a social justice warrior. I think one example, and I was... When I watched the campaign this morning, I went to the library and, and started picking, picking books off my shelf. And it reminded me of J. Grisham Mason's uh, book, uh, Christianity and Liberalism, written 101 years ago. He said, there is a pr- profound difference then in the attitude assumed by modern liberalism. And my uh, contention is this ad is just modern liberalism. It's not even Christianity. Modern liberalism and by Christianity toward Jesus the Lord. Liberalism regards him as an example and guide. Christianity as a savior. Liberalism makes him an example for faith, Christianity, the object of faith, and that was written 101 years ago. Hmm. So, the, the 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 very the website this this website is all about Jesus as an example, not about sin. There's nothing about sin on the website. There's nothing about the atoning death of Christ. It's all this mushy, gushy. Uh, it's what you call moralistic therapeutic deism. We could do a show on that one day, but it's just it's just a fluffy liberal gospel that's actually not the gospel. It's not Christianity. It's just a made up modern. Uh, Jesus is an example to the people, and and that's just that's not Christianity. Is there? Oh, sorry. Is is there a uh, is is there a, a thought process? Because this is what I kind of see it as. Yeah, it focuses on love, and it focuses on feet washing, and it fo- focuses on the the lovey dovey, the notebook side of Christianity a lot. Right, right. Do you think? Do you think that's a bit of maybe not just not simply just a theological farce, but more of a an overcorrection from what Christianity was seen as maybe in the early 50s when everything was, I mean, I wasn't alive in the 50s, but from my impression, everything was fire and brimstone and everybody's going to hell unless you go to this specific church. And that's what a lot of non-believers see Christianity as. And while the ad is not giving the full story, I, I could see it as kind of a, an overcorrection in a sense of, no, Jesus there is a loving side to Jesus. There is a feet washing side to Jesus, and it just it doesn't get shown as often as this ad corporation would like. Yeah, I would agree. There is a loving side to Jesus, but I just think that the 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 ad only showed that and didn't really show what the gospel is. And then the the website didn't clean it up. I thought maybe right. this website is going to redeem the ad, and I just felt it was the other way around. I think what what a lot of this is 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 far left wing supposedly call themselves Christians that that 
believe that the Republicans have hijacked Jesus. So what they do, or conservative politics have hijacked Jesus, so they put very sympathetic sympathetic victims in there, the refugee, the influencer, the the, the rebel, women's equality. They kind of have, have brought the what we would consider liberal or left-wing issues into the into the um, equation that Jesus was actually really a closet liberal. Because, I mean, if you read the website, you, Jesus is a closet liberal on the website, not even a closet liberal. Um, and I think it's 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 kind of a political. It's it, the, the ads the, the the website seems very political, and the ads very political. It's visually very political. It's not. It's I don't know. I just I don't like I said. This is all very fresh information to me. I've not really had a lot of time to process it. So this is just basically my kind of my immediate. Um, so here's here's reaction. my question. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, it's presenting just one side of the gospel, just the love, not necessarily the judgment. Um, but a hundred million people saw this ad. Mm -hmm. Is there a net positive in the fact that some number of those people are discussing Jesus, discussing God? Is there inherent value in the fact that these people are promoting a, a conversation about who Christ is? Um, I think, yeah, I think there is value that it's that it sparked a conversation, but it may spark a conversation more amongst the, the Christian community to find out what what is their theology. Cause I yeah, think, I think that's clearly yeah, it's yeah. the Christian community that has been talking about it more than at least as right. far as I can tell. Yeah, so I think, I mean, that's positive. I mean, the, the theology kind of refines who we are, and we, we, we go in our camps to, to discover um, uh, who, who we're on the same page with theologically. Um, but this, I, th I thought the ad was just vo void of any theology, and as, as gospel-centered as they want it to be, the gospel is not Jesus as an example. The gospel is that Christ came to die for the sins of his chosen people, and that's nothing to do with the ad at all. Uh, it's very interesting. The Hobby Lobby founder, who is a huge financial backer of this, mm -hmm. previously seen as sort of a right-wing warrior because they went to the Supreme Court to say we should not have to pay for abortions as part of our health care for our right. clients. It mm -hmm. goes against our, our, our moral beliefs. And at the time, took massive, massive incoming fire from the left. Um, very interesting to see them then become the major funders of what a lot of people think is sort of a, as you mentioned, a, a woke Christianity type of ad campaign. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and he, I believe that the Green family funded the Bible Museum in Washington, D.C., which I've not been to, but I believe they, they spent over $600 million on the Bible Museum. Yeah, so, I mean, that is fascinating. So, I mean, the, the, the funding is, it calls, yeah, I'm a bit confused on the, the, the source of the funding doesn't seem to be woke funding. Right, which is why you, you got to wonder that type of person, was there a, oh, people are seeing us as too rigid, we want them to see our loving side, or, you know, who, I'm just curious how, how the thought process turns from ideologically right-wing conservative Christian evangelicals to this which you know like that i sort of defended the ad because i think on the pot on the the whole it got people talking about jesus but it does clearly present a a very one-sided look at jesus and and probably in a not just non-nuanced way but in a as you mentioned as an example and not as the object which which i think misstates the fundamental truth of jesus and i think that the website could have cleaned that up maybe you maybe there is kind of a uh, a bait and switch. What? Let's get them to the website. So yeah, a little gauzy the, yeah. ad that gets them to the website yeah, with the yeah. fuller truth. And I think I think that's and because because the social justice warriors that were watching the Super Bowl, if there was any, um, might have seen that ad and thought, oh, that's really interesting. I think I'm going to go check out this website. You know, um, and you get on the website and it doesn't it doesn't give you the gospel. It gives you this it gives you this um, 
what J. Gresham Machen said 100 plus years ago was just liberalism. It's not Christianity. It's this Jesus as the example, but not Jesus as the sacrifice. I can't remember who talked about this, but there's there's stories about people that have decided, okay, we're going to take the Bible and we're going to cut out of the Bible anything that we don't view as Jesus. And you get this butchered, very small version of a Bible because there are a lot of conversations, not just in the Old Testament, about Jesus as judgment. Jesus is righteous. Jesus yeah. cannot tolerate sin. He hates yeah. sin. Yeah. Uh, God is angry with the wicked every day. Psalm, uh, what was that? Psalm 711. Yeah. So, I mean, it's God is angry. Uh, and he sent his son Jesus to atone for the sins of his people. Um, but that's, that isn't the ad. This is, this is a, this is a woke Jesus, I'm afraid, in the, uh, in the commercial. So there, there's another side of this because we were talking about funding. It came out that this commercial cost the organization seven million dollars to put out. And a lot of the non-believer discussion that I've seen on social media has been, wow, this organization spent seven millions on the ad when they could have spent it on housing the homeless or they could have yeah. spent it on feeding people or something like that. Uh, I mean, this is a conversation that goes back to like church management and how you manage your funds there too. Right. What? How? How does the the funding of the ad? Yeah, I think that's the problem. I mean, the 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 ad time was thirty. I think from we we all understand is thirty seconds was the cost of a uh, the seven million was the cost of a thirty second Mm -hmm. Super Bowl ad. But that doesn't count the campaign that's been running and the cost of creating the ad and all the actors and stuff they have to hire to put all these things together. But yeah, I mean, from what I've read, um, like I said, this is all very new to me. A hundred million dollars has been the entire campaign thus far. I much rather would have seen, you know, study Bibles go to, uh, you know, to Africa for a hundred million dollars than, um, than some campaign on, on the Super Bowl. But let's say hype. I mean, these people, as you mentioned, they also funded the Bible Museum. Mm -hmm. They funded the Hobby. You know, let's say hypothetically, they're like, yeah, we've given this ad campaign $50 million, but we've also funded 50 million in missions. It may just be in their mind part of their giving to, to, to Christian causes. Yeah, I can see that, but I just I'm playing a lot of devil's advocate. No, that's fine. No, no, I mean, maybe the spirit in which the the monies were given initially for this didn't the, the people didn't understand this is what it was going to turn out like uh if that makes sense but um yeah i, I think if you were going to spend 100 million dollars on the cause of christ you could uh, you could spend it uh more pointedly and more appropriately and f- to be honest with you for a for a 7 million dollar 30 second ad you could sum up the gospel in 30 seconds now it could be that the the broadcast networks would not allow you to put that ad on I don't. I don't know what re- screening or refining process goes through. I do remember through, a few years so. ago when there was a big fight over whether Tim Tebow and his mom could do an ad because he, I think, his parents had been recommended to have an abortion. They chose not to, and so a pro-life group did an ad with them. And there was debate over whether or not it would be played. Interesting. Well, I mean, that, that could have been the case. Um, but- yeah, but Kanye West did an ad from his cell phone, and he has said some terrible anti-Semitic things. So, <laughs> I, I, what are the morals of Super Bowl commercials <laughs> yeah, at this point? I would think if you've got the seven million dollars, you, you've got a chance of getting some some airtime. But as as we go back to the website. Uh, it seems the entire campaign is in this direction, this kind of woke direction. And I, I'm not particularly politically observant anymore. I've kind of given up on American politics a long time ago. But, um, but um, yeah, it, it isn't. It's not. It's not the gospel. Uh, and I think you could have had a 30 second spot, maybe in a in a more nuanced way that said this is the gospel. Um, and and what we got was was. Um, random people washing random people's feet all across America, and it didn't really um, have any cohesion to it at all. Bruce the Theologian, the ad was called He Gets Us. Um, you can go to the website if you want to, but uh, 
now you've heard why you don't have a reason to. That's right. <laughs> and our weekly check-in, Bruce, are you on X yet? I'm not, no. No, okay. Mm-mm. Well, we'll Ooh. check in again next week. Uh, that was Bruce the Theologian talking about the Super Bowl ad. We got more to come on the show. Stick around. I am not skilled to understand. 